at least 10 different newspapers and fully independent media organizations determined that on this past May 11th, the Israeli army, in particular, a long-range sniper from the Israeli army, shot and killed the beloved Palestinian-American journalist, again, who was an American citizen, Shireen Abu Akla, shot and killed her in cold blood. The investigations were exhaustive, factual, full of interviews, and yet the United States has now determined that it's not fully sure who shot and killed her, and if it was the Israeli army, it was probably an accident. I want to tell you why this is a lie and why the United States is telling this lie. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The Breakdown. The Breakdown. So much happens every single day in America that it can be very, very difficult to keep up with what happened last week. It can be almost impossible to remember what all happened last month. Now, nearly two months ago, on May the 11th, in the middle of the day, as she was reporting on her job, Palestinian-American journalist Shireen Abu Akla was brutally shot and killed in broad daylight. Clearly, any of us who saw it from day one, and in fact, people who were there with her, knew that it was an Israeli sniper. And of of course it was. There were no other shooters anywhere around except them. And they shot and killed Shireen. And then as a man tried to save her, and this is going to be a very important point that I'm going to make here in just a moment. As a man tried to save her, he was repeatedly shot at. Okay, I want you to put a a pin in that point because the United States government, the led by Democrats in the White House, I'm talking about the presidential administration, the State Department, has now said it's not sure who shot Shireen. This comes in spite of exhaustive, brilliant, likely award-winning investigations that happened from every major news outlet in America that did hundreds of interviews that used the latest technology, all determined, yes, Shireen Abu Akla was shot by an Israeli long-range sniper. Universally, every media outlet that had an investigation came to the same conclusion. They didn't work together. They didn't collaborate. All came to the exact same conclusion with exhaustive evidence. We knew it and expected it right away, but some took days, some took weeks, some took nearly two months, and all came to the exact same conclusion that she was shot by an Israeli long-range sniper and could have only been shot by an Israeli long-range sniper. And yet, the United States 
State Department, the U.S. State Department, which is, again, controlled by the Biden administration. Stop blaming stuff on Republicans when there are some things that are fully and completely up to Democrats. Stop that. They have officially concluded that they can't say for sure who shot her and that if it was the Israeli military, that it was probably an accident. This is like the official government conclusion. But here's what I think in some ways is the smoking gun to that. Let's say, and I've seen multiple experts talk about this. Let's say that somehow from hundreds of yards away, an Israeli sniper randomly fired his gun. Why? We don't know. Guns don't fire themselves. Guns don't point themselves. Someone points them and fires them. But let's say an Israeli sniper happened to accidentally fire his weapon. The odds that it shoots a Palestinian-American journalist right in the head from hundreds of miles away are millions to one. An outrageous coincidence. Let's say it was. Okay, that... That is an outrageous, ignorant conclusion, but let's just say it was for a moment. How then do we also make sense of the multiple shots that were fired directly at the man that tried to save her? If you accidentally hit her, what were you trying to do to the man that was trying to save her? and rescue her and move her body. The United States government said, well, we can't really determine much from the bullet. Well, first, the bullet is not the only piece of evidence. What about every other bullet that was fired? What about everything else that happened? What about every investigation that happened from every major media outlet in the country and around the world? This woman is an American. And the United States has chosen It's blind allegiance to Israel over this American citizen and her life. It is it is a low moment in international relations and American diplomacy. But it's deeper than that, because this woman is an American and the United States has chosen to support another country that killed her. Over her, over her citizenship, over her rights. And it does actually matter that she was a journalist. This woman is an American journalist in Palestine. And the United States, in some ways, just as it did when another journalist was butchered to death, a Washington Post journalist, Jamal Khashoggi, was butchered to death. Um, The United States really did nothing then, and it appears it's going to do nothing now. And this pain feels very familiar to those of us that fight for and stand alongside families who've lost their loved ones to police violence. Because time and time and time again, the Biden administration local police, local district attorneys, attorney generals, governors, mayors, and others 
they do nothing. That is increasingly the American way. To look at what's wrong and do nothing about it. On any issue you can think of, but particularly on violence against marginalized people. The United States will do nothing of substance to hold people accountable and to change the, the, the facts that actually produce this type of violence. It's maddening because I'm an American and this is our tax money at work. And most of you who are listening to me right now voted for this administration, which is now doing nothing to protect and stand up for the family of an American that was killed by an Israeli sniper. It's disgusting. It's despicable. And um, it's not that I'm surprised. I'm just angry. Listen, if you're not yet a member of the North Star, go now to the northstar.com and join today. We need your support. And if you're not yet a subscriber over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please, please, please just hit that subscribe button and join today. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.